It's the Stinkin' Truth Podcast with your host, Mark Schlereth. Thanks to our presenting sponsors, Bet Rivers Sportsbook and Dude Wipes. Now, here's your host, Mark Schlereth. Hey guys, welcome in to the Stinkin' Truth Podcast. Your host, Mark Schlereth, alongside my uh, co-host, Mike Evans, and uh, Millennial Ben producing the show. want to thank our presenting sponsors, the great folks over at Bet Rivers, uh, bet with a winner, bet with Bet Rivers. Check them out at betrivers.com. Download the app. They've been absolutely amazing. I do something for them every week uh, on social media platforms. So check them out, betrivers.com. Also, my guys at Dude Wipes, man. I, I tell you what, I don't travel, I don't go anywhere without Dude Wipes. Um, a clean butt's a happy butt. That's what I like to say, right? Because uh, when it dries, it's not itchy down there. And uh, check them out at dudeproducts.com. Use the promo code STINK15. You're going to get 15% off all their products. And it's more than just the wipes, man. They got body wipes for your pits. They got got everything. I was going to say that because I think you sometimes make it sound like it's just about that one area, which, don't get me wrong, is very important. But, you know, if you're one of those, you've been out, you've been driving around, or you've been on a subway, or you're kind of sweaty or something, you got a big meeting to go. Little dab under the armpits, yeah, they back got a, of the neck type thing, right? You are fresh and ready to roll, minty, minty fresh. I mean, I've never put a lifesaver up my butt crack, but I will tell you, that's kind of what it feels again, like. Again, we're back to the that yeah. area again. You're right. just fixated on that, I, aren't well, you? You know, uh, poop is always funny, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. Make sure you use that promo code at dudeproducts.com. That's stink fifteen, s t i n k fifteen. For your 15% off. Mike, how are you, buddy? Boy, what a a seismic week it was in the NFL with all the the off-the-field stuff. The big Von Miller trade. Boy, the Rams are are all in. Oh, the Rams, like, I love the Rams' philosophy. The draft, crapshoot. We'll trade known commodities for unknown commodities any day of the week. And you look at this. You know, you're getting an expiring contract in Von Miller. It's a one-year rental. The Broncos are paying nine million of the nine point seven million left on the contract. So the Rams are paying seven hundred thousand dollars, and they're giving you a second, a third-round pick. And I think you stated this on our radio show: the Rams traded Von Miller for a third-round pick, and then they, and then you bought a second-round pick for nine million dollars. That, that's essentially how it worked out, and that's where you are. But Mike, like. Are the Rams your favorite right now for a Super Bowl championship? Think about this. Tampa Bay won the world championship in their own stadium. And the Rams, for all intents and purposes, in the NFC, look like they're set to potentially compete or win a championship in their home stadium. How does he fit into that defense now? When you put all the pieces together, lay it out. Because on paper, it probably... Looks and sounds pretty frightening. Well, I, I will just say this. First and foremost, um, Aaron Donald is one of one. Aaron Donald's the best football player in the National Football League, bar none. Besides quarterbacks. Well, he's a better quarterbacks. Again, I don't want to get in this conversation. This quarterbacks are this not. This always irritates people, Mark. But Mark. Quarterbacks are not football players. Mark gets players. irritated by this. They're not football. They're <laughs> quarterbacks. They're in, they're in their own category. <laughs> They wear red jerseys at practice. You're not if you wear a red jersey at practice, you're not you're not you're not a, a a football player. You're a quarterback. Folks, if you ever see Mark in an airport and want to trigger him, here you go. You're welcome. Yeah. So, yeah, they're not they're like 
I get it. They're the most important players. They're the most okay. They're in their own category. Football players have to hit each other on every play. He's the best football player in the National Football League, and every time, every time you play against him, you have to have a plan. You've got to find a way to get four hands on that guy at all times. And even when you get four hands on him, he still wrecks games. Mike, I did a game, the Rams against the Giants, and I had the Giants the following week. So I went back and watched the game over again. And as much as I talked about Aaron Donald, I didn't talk about him enough. I mean, even in plays that he didn't make a tackle, he didn't get a sack, he really didn't register on the stat line, he wrecked the play. Time and time again, I'm just like, holy, can you believe this guy? It's crazy how good he is. So now you couple that with you got Leonard Floyd on one side, who's a damn good player. Sebastian Day next to him, who's a damn good player. Then you got Vaughn Miller on the other side. Are you kidding me? And think about it from their perspective. Other than Ramsey playing cornerback. So they've got an elite player, the best in the business at D-tackle. They've got arguably the best cover corner in football in Ramsey. They play a lot of four-shell kind of or, or a, a shell defense, like a two-high safety, you know, four-deep kind of four deep, three under defense, um, and they want to keep everything in front of them, that's kind of what their style is. Mike, you got a bunch of young DBs playing, a bunch bunch of young guys that you're not 100% sure about. You know the best way to give those guys confidence? Have 99 and 58 and 54, although he's changing his number, right? Von Miller's going to change his number. He's going to number 40, which is uh, what he wore in college at Texas A&M. What do you say? Gig'em. Gig'em. <laughs> what is gig'em? Mean? I don't know. It's gig'em, right? Isn't it G-I-G-E-M? Gig'em? Gig'em. I want to make sure I have that right. What is gig'em? Like, get'em. Gig'em. Gig, it's just a, it's a, so. a variation? I don't, I don't know. I spent two years in Texas. A variation of, of get'em is gig'em? I'm, I'm assuming. It feels like it's got to stand for something Keep more. Keep chatting. Than... I'll look it up. I'll look yeah. Up the... What does Gigum stand for? I don't. I don't know. But I, I mean, again, you can't double team all those guys. And, and think about this: if you're going to keep a back and a tight end in, and you're going to double team ninety nine, and you're going to chip at fifty four, and then you're going to chip forty, so you got to have a seven man protection. You know what that gets you out in the route, Mike? Gets you a. Three guys out in the route, right? You're gonna keep eight man protection. You, it's numbers. It's it's. You looked at me like oh. <laughs> I was looking up gig'em. <laughs> I'm looking up gig'em. Okay. You, oh yeah. I'm sorry. It I'm means gig'em signals optimism, determination, loyalty, and the Aggie spirit. Gig'em. Where does it come from, though? It's it just... back to 1920. 1920. Gig'em. Hmm. The Aggie spirit. Apparently, it is a a term from frog hunting. From frog hunting? Uh huh. Now, now you need to know more. Yeah, right? now I need to, you know, need more. to know more. You gig them? I guess so. How do you and that and that's optimism? You you catch a couple frogs, <laughs> and now all of a sudden, <laughs> now you're feeling good. Now I'm I I understand I, if you kiss a frog and it becomes a prince, that's different, right? But that's there you go. All right. All right. Seems kind of weird to now, me. Now, as far as as far as the Rams being the, the the favorite now in the NFC. 
okay, defensively, they look like they got everything in place. Now it comes down to, is Matthew Stafford, after a decade plus of playing meaningless football games in Detroit, ready to go out on that kind of a stage, NFC Championship game stage, Super Bowl stage, and deliver? Absolutely. You think so? Absolutely. Never done it. Absolutely. It doesn't matter. Matthew Stafford's been keeping a sorry franchise relevant in in. To me, I mean, Matthew Stafford's the only reason you watch the Lions. I mean, come on. Philadelphia. Rock, scissors, papered them to 41 scores, right? I mean, they like, or to 41 points, 41 scores, 41 points. I mean, they just got, they just got ramshackled by the, by the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't think there's any question, any question that Matthew Stafford, one, he's an elite-level quarterback. Two, the guy is smart. The guy's a great leader. The guy, I mean, I'm telling you, Mike, I mean, they are – they have – I'm a I'm – I'm not even so much a closet. I'm a big Rams fan. I have become a Rams fan because I think of the way they operate their organization, their head coach, the fact that they've given Matthew Stafford an opportunity. They paid a guy in Jared Goff. They realized the guy's not the guy. We're going to move on from him. We get a chance to get Matthew Stafford. We'll get rid of draft choices just to get really good players. I, I love the way they're operating. Less need over there. I love the way they're operating. All right, you want the definitive story on why it's Giggum? Yes, okay. I, of course I do. Finally, here we go. Apparently, when people hunt frogs, they do with a prong tool called a gig. And before a game against TCU in 1930 during yell practice, they used to do yell practice. Yell practice. Is that um, like cheerleading? Yeah. Okay. PL Pinky Downs. Oh, Pinky Downs. Asked the crowd, what are we going to do to those horned frogs? And he then added the thumbs up. So he said, gig em, Aggies, and then added the thumbs up to further emphasize it. So they, it was a, a horned frogs. We're hunting frogs right, we're- this weekend. Gig is a tool used to hunt frogs, hence gig em. There you go. I feel like Elmer Flood. Like, oh, we're going to go hunting frogs. Gig him. I thought it was you, a term. I, I, I never knew what it meant either. I, thought, oh, you know, I love the way they spin it, though, right? It's a term of pride, endearment. Right. It's a term of... Uh, Aggie spirit. Uh, Aggie spirit. It's a term of saying, hey, you know, we're all in this together. No, it's killing frogs. It's a term of killing frogs. It's Basically, murdering, murdering is what it is. Murdering frogs and horn frogs. Yeah, and horn frogs. Okay. Gig them. Gig them. All right. I actually kind of like it now. Uh, the other big moments uh, that occurred off the field or happened on the field but now affects teams moving forward. The Derrick Henry injury. Is it safe to say there is not another team in the NFL who bases their entire offense, maybe their entire team identity, around a running back? Like the Titans do. Um, yeah, around a running back because obviously when it comes to running the football, there's probably nobody better than the Baltimore Ravens at doing right. that. But it's a different, it's a different. It's multiple running backs. It's their quarterback. It's all that kind of stuff. So yeah, Derrick Henry is the guy. I mean, they're a hardcore, hard up front play action football team. Um, that that play action works because 
you got Derrick Henry in the backfield, King Henry, and then if they get a lead on you, man, they're just going to thunder punch you in the mouth until they wear you out running the football. And they're completely committed to it. In a, in a game where they just beat down the Kansas City Chiefs 27-3, to in that game, Derrick Henry had 29 carries and averaged three yards a carry. Like, show me another team that will stay committed to running the football 29 carries when they're only getting three yards a carry. Most teams can't wait to stop running the football. Most teams can't wait to throw their hands in the air and go, ah, we can't run it, screw it, let's throw it every down. No, 29 carries, that's how we're built. It just feels to me, and I know they went out and signed Adrian Peterson, and I know Adrian Peterson can roll out of bed and be you know, probably in better shape than anybody in America and ready to roll, and he's just a freak show, a freak of nature. But doesn't it feel like, I mean, we just talked about the Broncos shipping out Vaughn Miller doesn't it feel like Melvin Gordon is is like, does that not feel like a fit? Does it feel, I mean, does it not feel like we're hours away from the trade deadline as we record this, Mike? Trade deadline's in, in what, six, seven hours? Like, doesn't it feel like that could possibly come down the pike? Just for a team that is so dependent upon their running game, you would think that they would go out of their way to build up their running back stable. Right. For the rest of the season, instead of just turning to whatever they have in-house and add Adrian Peterson. it That's what it feels like to me. But, you know, I'm not running the show over there. I don't know what their cap situation is, but let's face it. If the Broncos saved all this cap room so they could move guys and they could pay the salaries of the guys, you could get, theoretically, you could get Melvin Gordon on an expiring contract and the Broncos would pay the rest of the salary. All you have to do is give them a, a decent draft pick. The other running backs they have right now on their roster, Tennessee. Darrington Evans, Dontrell Hilliard, Jeremy McNichols, mm. and now Adrian Peterson. Come on. I don't know any of those guys, but Hilliard sounds small to me. But if you're a team that's identity. If you're named Hilliard, you feel, you feel like a small, quick guy to me. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't, Ron, you're, you're thinking of Ronnie Hilliard. I don't know who he is. I don't, I've never heard of him. But <laughs> He sounds diminutive. Yeah, I've never done a tennis, I haven't done a Tennessee Titan game in, in five years or four years. He just sounds small to me. You don't want that guy. 5'11", 200 pounds. A little solid, a little fire plug. Okay, maybe he's not as small as he sounds. Right, but no, I, I can't imagine that that's the only move they're going to make. The Saints. The Saints are a playoff team. That's a playoff caliber football team. They just showed what they're made of with they, the way they, they beat they down beat Tampa. Ta- they beat Tampa with Trevor Simeon, the Simasiah. The Simasiah, who you love. It was he if actually, it up to you three let, or four years not, ago, no, you no, would have no, given no, Trevor Simeon not, a five not, year fifty-seven million dollar no, contract. That is not that people is do not do not listen to Mike Evans as guaranteed. he is. He, he egged me on guaranteed. in a segment. He egged me on to say that Trevor Simeon was my guy and I'd pay him. And the next thing you know, I'll never, ever live it down. Everybody in Denver brings it up. Everywhere I go, they bring it up. And I blame you for being a turd. Is what I just blame you for being a wedge-driving turd. And you egged me. You got me so riled up. It's kind of like you got me with the quarterback thing, you know, where you're saying, well, well the best football players are all the quarterbacks. And then you know how I'm going to react. You know how irritated I'm going to get. Or when you say, well, they're not, you know, O-linemen aren't skilled position play. Then I, you know I'm going to get pissed. You start you, to talk fast. Right. Your I start voice to talk gets fast. a little higher. And I get I get irritated. <laughs> and you, so you know the, the buttons to push uh-huh. to get me rolling. 
and you got me rolling on the Simisaya, and I'll never live it down. It is it's part. So I was uh, Trevor Simeon better than Tom Brady. He, he beat, beat Tom him head Brady. to head. He beat Tom Brady. He beat him head to head. Yeah. Trevor Simeon better than Tom Brady. There you go. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Seriously, what can, what you know Sean Payton really well. And so with Jameis Winston out, hey, for all Jameis Winston's faults, he was playing pretty well this year. Where do you go from here? Mm. If you're Sean Payton. Yeah, well, you would you would think again. I mean, this whole podcast feels like it focuses on the Broncos, right? Because they it feels to me like there's a certain baseball. We're out of it. We're not a wild card contender. Let's just you know, let's just burn down the franchise, right? Let's just get rid of everybody. So it feels a little bit that way to me right now. George Payton, the general manager, already moved Von Miller. It feels like two or three other deals are pending right now. Um, Teddy Bridgewater. But if it doesn't happen, if if a Teddy Bridgewater, let's say the tight the the Saints don't go out and make a move, right. they're telling you that they're okay with a combination of Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill. Right now, I will tell you this because, as you know, I I have a relationship with Sean, and, and Sean Payton's been kind of a mentor for me. Right, he's he's a really good coach. He loves Taysom Hill, and I will tell you the reason that Taysom Hill didn't win. The battle between he and Teddy Bridge, or excuse me, he and uh, Jameis Winston, in that you know in that uh, in that competition during the preseason, is because Taysom Hill was far more valuable in being the ultimate Swiss Army knife player, coming in playing a little quarterback, playing. I mean, this is a guy that plays the Y tight end, the H tight end, the H back, the fullback, the F receiver, the Z receiver, the like this guy play eight different positions along with the quarterback position. And Sean Payton was like, listen, you're more valuable. I'm sure he sat him down in his office and said, Hey, Taysom, you played great. Do you deserve to be the starter? Possibly. You and you know, you and Winston were close. You were neck and neck, but you're more valuable to us right now in this role. Your time will come. Sean Payton loves Taysom Hill. The other thing Sean Payton loves, game planning. And, and sticking it up your can. Like, he loves that. And there are a lot of people out there that have no faith that Taysom Hill could run an NFL, you know, quarterback as, as, the, as the guy. Let me tell you who believes in him. Sean Payton. And Sean Sounds loves. Sounds like there's a lot of ego, though, driving well, Payton, how he views Hill. You know what? I always say this. Go downstairs, and, and you think the, the egos are big downstairs in the locker room? Walk upstairs to the coach's office. Does Sean Payton have a big ego? You're damn right he does. You, absolutely he does. But you know what? Nine times out of ten, he's right. And he'll prove he's right. And he'll put – here's the other thing about Sean Payton. One of the things that I have learned in calling games and talking to coaches is the best coaches – not only attack somebody's weakness, but more importantly, they mitigate their own. And Sean Payton will find a way to be exceptionally productive and exceptionally um, good with Taysom in the things that he does well, and he will mitigate the potential for disasters everywhere else. Last thought on this. That's where he's at. Because you called for Fox the Broncos-Saints game last year, uh-huh. where the Broncos, due to COVID, 
did not have a quarterback and had to use wide receiver Kendall Hinton as their quarterback. Correct. Taysom Hill was the starting quarterback in that game. After watching him play for four quarters, did you come away feeling you were watching a bona fide NFL quarterback that could take a team like Mm -hmm. the Saints that we both agree is a very good football team, definitely a playoff team. Are you convinced that Taysom Hill could be the quarterback of a team that's a Saints team that's playing in the NFC Championship game? No, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced of, of the quarterbacking skills, but I will tell you going into that game, you know, and having talked to Sean Payton, Sean Payton knew they were going to win that game just on defense alone. So he's he's walking into a game with a very limited game plan from a quarterback position going, I'm not going to, I'm not exposing the, my guy. I'm not going to, right? I, I may need him down the road. I'm not going to show what he can potentially do. We'll win this game. We'll win this game three to nothing if that's what it takes. Sean is Sean is very much that way. Sean also has this philosophy. I am never gonna. I am never gonna get a sh- in a, into a shootout on the road. I'll get into a shootout at home. I'm not getting into a shootout on the road. And so, like there is there. Is, it's more than hey, Taysom didn't have the greatest numbers in that game. No, Taysom didn't have the greatest numbers because part of it was that's not our game plan. And, and that's kind of how Sean operates. If a week ago at this time, when we were doing this podcast, I had said to you, Mark, I'm calling my shot. A week from now, we're going to be talking about the two biggest, arguably the two biggest quarterback stories coming out of this weekend will be Mike White and Cooper Rush. Could you imagine? What would you have said? I was like, "You're come on, you're crazy." First of all, you probably wouldn't even known who they played for. No, Mike White. Mike. First off, yes, no way. Uh, Cooper Rush. Yeah, I knew Cooper Rush was in Dallas. Mike White. No, because they signed Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. And I thought, you know, I mean, I thought they would start Joe Flacco. Mike White comes Where'd out. That come from? I, uh, you and I worked for the whole Joe Flacco era here, and I never heard that. You didn't hear. It just it goes back to Scott Van Pelt, my ESPN days, and he would get. Uh, Tim Kirchner's a Baltimore guy. Uh-huh. The baseball, the great baseball yeah. writer, great baseball, and just a great baseball insider. Love Timmy Kirchner. Scott Van Pelt's a good friend. And Scott would get going on his Baltimore accent. Scott has, like, Scott can do Boston, Baltimore. Scott is really smart. He's one of those kind of photographic memory guys. And he'd get Timmy Kirchner going on his Baltimore accent with Jay Black. Yo, he, I don't do it. I don't, I don't, I'm not doing it justice, but he get Timmy Kirchner laughing, you know, like his little elf laugh because yeah. he's a tiny little yeah, guy. That's right. I, I, no offense to Tim Kirchner. He knows I love him. And um, and he'd get Timmy Kirchner going, and Timmy could not like he'd be on his radio show and he could not contain himself. And of course, Scott. Once he gets you go, he cannot stop. Right, <laughs> and it'd be just like eight minute segment of nothing. Just, just but Baltimore, him, yeah, just, just Baltimore talk. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, all uh, right, now then. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of where the uh, Jeff Flacco, uh, you know. Anyhow, but uh, I thought it would be Joe. I yeah, I thought it would be Joe Flacco, and then I watched. This is how I, I've got I've got serious issues. So I wanted to go see. Because, you know, Jet fan starts getting at me like, oh, now we're winning. Like, oh, give me a break, Jet fan. But let me tell you, there's an old saying in the West Coast, you throw it with your feet. And that's all about timing. That's all about foot energy, timing of drops, 
where you're supposed to be, what your hitches provide for you. So think about it this way. Let's say you hit your fifth step. And at the fifth steps, when you stop, and that, that number one in your progression, that ball's out. Now, if number one is not open, you hitch. You hitch means you step up, right? But now number two. It's not open. Da-da. Hitch again. Three. And then where's my, you know, where's my my outlet? Right? Where's my check down? Mike, Mike White, I was mesmerized by watching his feet. I threw for 405 yards, and that ball was freaking out. Right, there was no hesitation. Yeah, he get to the fifth step and bam, balls out. Fifth step, first hitch, bam, balls out. First, uh, fifth step, you know, second hitch, da da, bam, balls out. I mean, it was gone. And I'm like, damn, who's Mike White? Um, it was now. I don't know. Maybe he'll poop in his helmet next week, right? Maybe he won't even get an opportunity to poop in his helmet. I don't know. I don't know what the Jets are thinking, but that dude. Throwing the ball and the energy and what he did, that dude was far better than the Zach Wilson kid. So you'd rather have Mike White than Zach Wilson right now? I'm not saying that Mike White long term is going to be no, better. That's not what I'm asking. Right now, right now, absolutely. Ab- you want to talk? Hey man, put him on the show. He's hurt. This is one of the. Hey, let's not rush that injury. Right, right. You, you right. call down to the training. <laughs> like if you're Robert, if you're Robert Sala right now, yeah. Xerxes. If you're Xerxes right now. <laughs> If you're Xerxes right now, you know you're. you're you got to s- explain that one. Well, you know from the 300, the uh, the yeah. uh, Persian god yeah. Xerxes. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's very pharaoh like. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. he looks identical to Xerxes. Yeah. So Xerxes calls down. <laughs> this is Xerxes. He's calling down to the training room, and the phone rings, and the trainer picks it up. And goes hello, hello. This is Xerxes, your god. <laughs> Slow down the rehab process. <laughs> right? Yeah. We don't um, want to rush him back. Right, yeah. Don't rush the guy yeah, back. Yeah. Make Let's sure we take our 100% time. Here. We're in this thing for the long haul, kid, <laughs> and uh, we don't want you to rush right back in and potentially further damage. Like when you're when you're like when you're like a, a, a big like a starter and, and they need you, you know, like the, the what I always got, what I always got in my career, because they needed me to play. They're like, well, you know, Stinky, you really can't do any further damage to the junked up knee joint you got right now, so you might as well just play on it, right? That's right. You're not going to do further. Meanwhile, you're creating degenerative changes that you'll never get back, right? But they're just like, you're not going to do any real further damage to it. Here, they're going, Zach, you could further damage the injury, right? Let's just slow down the process. Let's make sure we, you know put you on the training table and some ice and a warm blanket and just mm-hmm. leave you there all day. Um, yeah, because that, I mean, that's where I would go. That that's how I would do it. I mean, that, that Mike white kid, he played his ass off. Um, and he looked great. And the two interceptions he threw were both off the hands of the intended receivers bounced in the air. So, I mean, that's the, that's the direction I would go. I loved it. I mean, he was incredible. So anyhow, well, listen, we, we've, we've taken up enough of your time. I mean, we could sit here and entertain you forever, but uh, <laughs> yes, with, but that's why you're gonna have to listen to the next one. The next one, just in a couple of days. Yeah, in a couple of days. So, anyhow, for everybody involved in the Stinking Truth podcast, I uh, just want to thank our presenting sponsors, great folks over at Bet Rivers. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers. They do a phenomenal job over there. Download the app. Uh, check them out at betrivers.com. And then my guys at Dude Wipes, man. 
DudeProducts.com. Enter the promo code STINK15 for 15% off all their products. And they got it. I mean, they've got everything. They've They're got for one the, the whole what do you call, body. Yeah. They're for the whole body. But they got one of those things you can hook to your toilet. That, what do they call that? A bidet that squirts yeah. water in your crack? Yeah. 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 They got one of them. We're back to the, the crack portable, again. We're back to the portable crack, crack washer. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, anyhow, dude wipes, dudeproducts.com. Stink15 is a promo code. Bet Rivers for all your gambling needs. For myself, Mark, for Mike Evans, for Ben, the producer of this wonderful program. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. I don't know how we did on our picks last week. I think I was awesome again. Yeah, you just spew just, awesomeness. Yeah, I just... Yeah, I, Gig them! Yeah, <laughs> gig them! All right, later, people. <laughs>